You're listening to Racewire, Boulder, Colorado on Over the Top Cycling. I'm George Thomas on the line with Kiel Reinen, who's back from the team time trial from the World Championships. Kiel, how you feeling? Uh, definitely a little beat up. The uh, the PT bike is, is not my best friend right now. Now, that sounded like it was actually a pretty tough course. Yeah, it was. It wasn't particularly technical, I guess, but but it had some um, surprises in it. There was a lot of potholes, uh, manhole covers, that kind of thing. And when you're, you know, just head down going full gas, it's it's really hard to account for those. And um, it was, you know, you're kind of playing chicken a little bit with, with some of the corners. And uh, it, I, I liked the course, though, overall. I thought it was a great course, and um, I'm glad we got to uh, do it in the dry um, there was also a bit of wind too, which uh, I think was was good. It made it a little more tactical. Um, and of course, you know we're not a uh, you know a, a team of superstar team time trialists, um, but uh, we we had a blast doing it. And I'm I'm really glad we had the opportunity to do it. Can you go into the strategy that you guys go over before the start of a race like this? Well, we got together. You know, again, we don't have the budget of a of a Sky or you know Green Edge to throw at the team time trial, so it's not a specialty of ours. But we did get together about a, a week before uh, the event and in Asheville and had a team camp and spent you know the week dialing in our bikes and and getting our order figured out and getting our um, our you know tactics kind of laid out and and did a couple of simulations, similar distance, similar courses to. Uh, what we were going to experience at Worlds, and and just kind of got in a in a groove. You know, it's you're you're definitely putting a lot of trust and, and relying a lot on your teammates in that event. And if they ride off a cliff, you're going to follow them. Um, at least in theory, that's how it should go. And <laughs> and uh, that camp really helped kind of solidify our, our mindset going in, and and help kind of smooth out the the rotation and and everything, and see who's who's riding better than. Um, uh, you know, so there's always going to be weaker and stronger guys and guys who should take longer poles and guys who are there bring up the speed. And um, so f- feeling all that out was, was definitely important before the event. And what's your communication like with each other while that's going on? You're not talking with radios or anything. Can anybody, is there any way to let the team know, hey, I'm, I'm having some trouble or uh, things like that? No, it's it's really limited, um, especially with those helmets. You know, it's particularly hard to hear in a time trial helmet. Um, you're going so hard that there's not there's there's just really nothing to say, and and that's why it's important to have those kind of pre-event camps, uh, ideally more than we even had, so that you get to learn each other's body language, you get to know your teammates, and and so that you can tell immediately when one is struggling, if they're having a bad day, if you know you know so and so's fast through the corners, and so and so's sort of legs a bit. And, and then you can kind of help smooth those things out. And, and we tried a few different orders, and um, in the end, you know, there was one order we thought was best, and, and we went with that. And, and you definitely get to know the guy who's directly in front of you, his, his specific body language and, and how long each guy's pulling. There's just all kinds of factors, and each one is a little, uh, you know, bit of an indication as to how things are going for, for everybody. Were you able to spend any time practicing on the course? Yes, yeah, so uh, with the World Championship event, the um, the course is uh, open, you know, to traffic uh, leading up to the event. So you can, of course, go ride, but you're you're stuck in traffic. And even a portion of the course was a one-way street, the wrong way, so we couldn't ride on that. But we did get to ride, you know, the main chunks of the course. The couple days we were there before 
the event, and then the day before the event, they close it completely. Every team has a, uh, a specific time, just like you would the, the day of the race, where you're, you're, that's your time to ride on the course to feel it out, and uh, you're allowed to ride at whatever pace you want, but you have to keep moving. And, and so they gave, I don't know, maybe three or four-minute gaps between each team, and, and you just ride the course at your pace. So we picked a couple of sections that we thought were the more technical parts of the course and, and did those at you know 100%. And then we took some of the full parts easier and uh, used that as sort of a, an opener, but also picking out what lines we wanted to take. Of course, we made a lot of mistakes on that trial run, but that meeting that, that night, we could go over everything, and the directors you know, are, are jotting down notes as we're going, and, and so we're picking out that evening which lines we want to take through the corners and, and where we're going to make up time and where we're going to lose time and, and those types of things. Now, is the director with you able to communicate at all? Oh, yeah, right. So uh, we all do have radios. Um, they are two-way radios, but there's not a chance in hell you'd be able to use your, your radio for talking. But the director can talk to you, and that is the one voice you know, or noise you can hear in that helmet is the radio in your ear. So uh, you don't, as a director in that situation, you don't want to over-communicate. You, you want the guys to mostly not think and just ride hard, but he's communicating things like right-hand turn coming up, um, you know, stay to the left-hand side, there's you know, road debris on the, the right-hand side, or um, if a guy starts to falter and is sitting on and sitting out some poles, he'll say, you know, heel is sitting out, uh, you know, five riders rotating, and and then when it's time to come back in, heel back in, six riders rotating. So he's, he's giving us bits and pieces of information uh, but only what he, he has to. Now, what is your level of concentration like during a team time trial? What are you focusing on when you're at the back, when you're right in the middle and then at the front? I know that's a long well, question. have uh, a term, you know, turn your brain to zero. And uh, that's, you know, the best racers can just turn their brain off and, and suffer. And that's, that's definitely what it feels like in a TTT. You don't want to be thinking about you know, taking the corner perfectly or uh, how much longer till your next pole, those types of things are kind of, um, they, they only sort of mess up your rhythm. You don't want to be thinking how long is left. You know, it's important to meter out your effort, but if you do enough trial runs and, and practice enough at it, it should all come, you know, pretty naturally. Uh, at one point, um, you know, it, it is really difficult to think when you're going that hard. At one point, into a corner, um, a guy had uh, swung off one of our riders and was coming back, and he wasn't going to make it to the back of, of uh, the six of us in time before the corner, so he was sort of next to me going into the corner, and at first I tried to take it on the inside, and I realized that the corner was going to sort of close on us, so I just let him in in front of me, which of course messed up our, our order, and so a little bit later I thought I'll, I'll sit out for a rotation and, and slot back in in my normal place. Uh, so that we're not out of order anymore. And I, I sat out. One guy went through over the top of me, and you know, I let him know I was sitting on. And then not one guy later, I just forgot what I was doing and got back in the rotation. And uh, so I didn't end up correcting the mistake at all, and, and uh, it, it didn't matter particularly, but it, that's how hard it is to, you know, think during that, that type of effort. So you really are supposed to stay in that order throughout the event. Yeah, that's the goal. But the other thing about a TTT is it's a bit like theater. You know, you, the, the show must go on. So 
regardless of if the guy crashes or somebody has a mechanical or everyone hits a pothole and gets disoriented, um, you get out of order. Those are things that, that can all happen, and uh, you can't stop and you know get worked up about it because that's you're losing time. So it's it's all about just going with the the flow. We you know we had a set order that was the ideal order, but once it's out, then it's out, and you just got to not worry about it. So uh, you know it didn't really phase anybody. I, I I made an attempt at correcting it, but it was uh, in the end it was it wasn't a big deal. So what was United Healthcare's goal, and did you meet that? Yeah, it was always going to be um, tough, somewhere between tough and impossible for us to win uh, that that race. But um, it was uh, for us, it was about going out, giving one hundred and ten percent that day, and and doing the, the best uh, with you know the guys we have. A lot of teams spend a lot of money on on equipment specific to this event. And uh, a lot of teams pour a lot of money into, you know, this event, hire guys specifically for this event, and and have more than, you know, a week to, to train together specifically for it. So um, that being said, you know, we had high expectations of ourselves, and we wanted to make sure that we made it count. Um, and I think we had uh, – we, we rode as well as we expected to. Um, we had one guy who just had a little bit of an off day, and we lost him about halfway through. And the rest of the five of us kind of stuck to the plan. Uh, we had one guy do a big long pull before the final climb and swung off because it's it's the time is measured on the fourth rider, so um, it, was, it was a tactical move to burn a guy there. But um, yeah, we would have loved to have been you know top fifteen, and um, I think we were about forty five seconds from from being there. Um, and uh, there's there's definitely a lot of factors. In, involved in that, but uh, the, the expectation was, was not to win. Now, I was going to wrap it up right there, but uh, you, you brought up uh, someone coming off. So what happens then? Do they get picked up by the follow car, or do they need to ride in? I don't think they need to finish, uh, because time is taken on the fourth rider, but in you know, barring a bad crash, everyone just rides easy in, and it's not uncommon as you're, you know, moving along with your team to see a random guy from another team just on the side of the road kind of creeping, going slowly, uh, making his way towards the finish. But uh, at that point, you know, it's just ride easy home. There's no, no stress and no reason to go any harder than you have and to. You just need to stay out of the line, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the biggest fear is just getting in the way. <laughs> Well, Keel, it is always a pleasure chatting with you, and I look forward to uh, talking with you again soon as you uh, round out your season here. Yeah, thanks. Looking forward to it, and, and uh, definitely a big thanks to Richmond for, for hosting Worlds. It was a really special experience, and it was an honor to be part of it. Yeah, one last question. What were the crowds like out there for a, a team of Americans? Yeah, they were they were good and, and getting better. Uh, definitely people were you know starting to throw hands. As the week goes along, the events kind of get more prestigious, and so um, you know Sunday is the, the culmination of that with the elite men's road race. But uh, definitely a, a great turnout, especially on the hill and, and towards the finish. And um, it was, yeah, it was neat to know. You know, it was definitely motivating for me as an American to know that the fans out there are cheering for for Americans. And um, I, I I know that that's you know kind of a once in a career uh, opportunity to be worlds on your own soil. So I definitely savored it. Heel Ryan, and thanks very much for joining us.
Thanks for having me. Racewire on Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.